give me a break. Press pause on life and play on us while we talk about the stuff that matters. And the stuff that doesn't. Welcome back to another episode of Give Me a Break. If you're new here, my name's Ailish. I'm Nicolette. And I'm Bella. And we're three journalists living in Bunbury, Western Australia. Who living our best life. Chatting <laughs> shit, basically. So the first thing um, I wanted to dive into today is something that we pretty much couldn't not talk about. My fave man, Pete Evans. Basically, in our show notes, oh, not show notes, but in our little notes that we kind of script the episodes loosely with, my topic is Pete Evans sucks. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Yeah, literally. So if you're not across it, um, aside from all the other controversial things he's done in the past, like promote that coronavirus is fake and the little device yeah, that, that he tried to sell that. that could like don't you reckon it look like that thing i don't know if you guys had it at school but we used to have it in our science room and you used to like put stuff again it and it'll make your hair stick up. oh my god yeah, yeah. yeah. it, it looked like one of those of or like a lava lamp or something anyway he said it could cure covid but he's back again in the headlines after posting a meme that featured a caterpillar wearing the make america great again hat talking to a butterfly with a black sun um symbol which is a big nazi symbol basically, um, on its wings, and he captioned it, an oldie but a goodie. And then when someone actually pointed out that it was a Nazi symbol, well, they actually said that it was a black sun symbol, he said, oh, I was waiting for someone to see that. And I was like, mm, interesting. Hmm. But he's since apologised. Well, apologised is a loose term there. And claimed that he didn't know that it was a neo-Nazi symbol and that he actually had to Google what neo-Nazi meant. Was he Googling this, like, when he was posting it, when he said, I was waiting for someone to notice that? Or after? Yeah, that's a very good question. It was after. Once um, once all the drama went down, he dug himself a big hole. That's when he was claiming that he had to Google what neo-Nazi meant, which I think, like, no one has to Google what a fucking neo-Nazi is. But, yeah, there's an article um, by Billy Fitzsimmons in on Mamma Mia online that I'll link in the show notes that basically summarises... Um, everything that's gone wrong in the Pete Evans saga. Um, So his publisher of more than a dozen of his cookbooks have dropped him, essentially. Dimmick's, Woolies, Big W, Kmart, I think David Jones as well are all pulling his books. And he got canned from I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here before it started. Oh, no, Paleo Pete. I know, rest in peace, Paleo Pete. Did he even survive on uh, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here? Yeah, Paleo diet, mate. You just (laughs) eat all the trees and shit around him. (laughs) And the rocks and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, but I saw a really interesting tweet um, by writer Benjamin Law where he said, it's tempting to treat Pete Evans like a joke, but remember it was only last year an Australian citizen who had the same neo-Nazi symbol on his rucksack committed in Christchurch, the worst ever modern-day massacre by an Australian national. Stop being relaxed about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was a very interesting thing to note because obviously like the memes around it are really funny, but... Like, it does hold some really serious weight when someone who has such a big platform is inciting hatred and, like, lies. I saw um, one of the journalists that wrote an article about it got all this hate from the start of the year when he did that thing about COVID and she got online trolled by Pete Evans' followers. Pete Pete Evans' followers. Is it Jesse Stevens? I think so. Yes, I I saw that. It was really interesting that just because he's a celebrity, it's almost like... You can hold him accountable, but he, they have these loyal followers that will stick up to them to the ends of the earth. Yeah, another thing I thought was interesting was he's obviously done a lot of controversial things in the past, but he's never really, like, he's been, like, 
cancelled loosely but never properly like you see he was like still getting books out and he was still gonna be on I'm a celebrity get me out of here so it's like we say that we cancel someone and we're not going to give them a platform but really we still kind of do give them a platform yeah and then I guess it's interesting when you see that someone like him with all of this messed up shit that he puts out there has followers so it kind of makes you think like there are people out there that are thinking the same thing as him yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's just like Donald Trump. Like, mm. he panders to the same audience of people who believe in conspiracy, cons- conspiracies? conspiracy <laughs> theories and who are anti-vax and that sort of thing. Like, that's where he finds his kind of niche and he uses that to, yeah, if someone does write an article that's against what he says and, like, kind of puts the facts and says, hey, you're wrong, that's when his followers will go go after them. Yeah, and it's crazy to think, like, what, 10 years ago he was just some celebrity chef next to <laughs> I know. Next to our taste, darling menu. Like, what's happened? dinner at, like, random people's uh, houses. Mate, it, it went downhill since he was kicked off freaking My Kitchen Rules. Oh, oh, his life did really go downhill. I even saw a house have, um, like, announced the termination of their of their contract with Pete Evans. Which oh, had, like the yeah, like the company shop? Yeah, the yeah. company house. That's another one that's, like, got rid of all his stuff. And, yeah, like you said, Woolworths, Dimmicks. I think it is good to see, like, it's terrible that it's taken him basically promoting Nazi propaganda to get to this stage, but it is good to see someone actually being held accountable and facing the repercussions. And it's good to see all of these big companies as well, um, yeah, holding them accountable, holding these celebrities accountable for what, you know, they're putting out there. I just wonder whether it'll actually matter. Like, in a couple months down the line, we'll forget that this happens and then, like, will he come back with, like, another TV show or something? Because, like, you think of, like, James Charles, who, like, I can't even remember what the reason was, but he was cancelled. I think it was something to do with racism. Um, and then he lost, like, 3 million subscribers or something. And then he kind of bounced back. And I feel like that happens all the time. I feel time. like that would definitely happen. We'll see the return of Paleo Pete, no doubt. But... <laughs> And to sum up, just think before you speak and post and think before you post as well. Yeah, yeah. literally. And um, don't be a Nazi in conclusion. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Second topic from the day comes from an article from as well, Mamma Mia. Address a magazine cover and an internet storm. Why everyone is talking about Harry Styles. We love him. We, we do. Oh, from one man to another. But this is someone we actually love. <laughs> yeah, we're going from a real low <laughs> to a real high right yeah. here. So last week, Harry Styles made history as the first solo male cover star of US Vogue, which I did actually not know that he was the first. Yeah, neither, neither did, did I. I. I swear it was something like, what, like 120-something years or something. Yeah, so everyone else that's been on it, people like Kanye West, Justin Bieber, that's all I can think of right now. They've all been with partners or in a couple shoots. So, like, he's the first one to be on there by himself and he did it in style wearing a stunning custom-made Gucci gown. Man, love that. Harry Styles does everything in style, let's be real. Oh, he's been successful in One Direction and, like, yes, I'm first to admit that I actually wasn't the biggest One Direction fan. Mate, I was a hoe for One Direction. I fucking loved One Direction. I was way too old for One Direction. (laughs) You were never too old for One Direction. I mean, but now, like, I will listen to Harry Styles, like, he's fine line album all the time now because i'm just like you know what i need a bit of harry in my life today okay so a bit of background on as to why he wore the gown he just i'm not very informed oh harry styles has a bit of an eclectic fashion taste so he's all about it was really big on camp and when met gala last year did camp as their thing he was actually one i wouldn't i want to use the term ambassador loosely but he had a big part of it no i think he was yeah so I thought that was amazing, but I think a great quote. He actually said in his interview with Vogue, 
when you take away clothes for men and the clothes for women, once you remove any barriers, obviously you open up an arena in which you can play. I'll go to shops sometimes and I'll find myself looking at women's clothes, thinking they're amazing. It's like anything. Anytime you're putting up barriers in your own life, you're just limiting yourself. Oh, bless I really him. like that. And I think that's an interesting point because I go into like some, say something like cotton on. Sometimes I'll go look at the men's Literally t-shirts. I was just about to bring up the fact, how many times have I bought men's clothes? Yeah, I they're do it so all fun. the time. Big oversized jumpers, big tick for winter. Oh, yeah. definitely. Nah, I like the fit of a men's t-shirt better as well. But it's kind of stupid because like clothes don't have a gender like it's just mm. a t-shirt at the end of the day yeah exactly but, but i think yeah, interesting cops so much yeah. flack for it so in the mamma mia article they actually have a um, little header that says okay so who has criticized the cover and why and i think that's actually really great to split this up but candace owens who is an american conservative <laughs> author of course tweeted bring back manly men and oh my gosh are we just over this already so she said there's no society that can survive without strong men the East know this, the West, the steady feminization of men and at the same time with Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It's outright attack. Can we just not? Yes, the communists are taking over and they're making us all wear skirts. But I thought it was great because he, a lot of people jumped to defence. Not to defend Harry because I don't think he I don't think he was even the point the of it. Of, yeah. yeah, I don't even think he would give it the time of day. I think... He's being unapologetically himself. But Zach Braff, who I think he's from Scrubs. I know Zach, yeah. Yeah, he tweeted all Zach. our lives. Um, our whole lives, boys and men are told to be manly. Life is short, be whatever the fuck you want to be. And I think it's good because, yeah, like, and it's your own definition of what constitutes a man. Like, uh, we're in 2020, I feel like you don't need to have the stock standard definition of masculinity. Like, it, it can be whatever you need it to be and whatever that means to you personally. It's sad that people are still looking at life is you know boys wear blue girls wear pink men are there to be like heroic and the workers and all that same shit like you know why are we not adapting our like ideas and thoughts and i think it's just that main thing of everyone just loves to put a label on something and when you have people like jamila jamil florence given like that just are these beautiful feminists that come out and say like you can be whoever the hell you want to be whether you're a female that wants to be a what I used to call, like, tomboys. Like, I remember when I was little, I never wore dresses. Like, but it wasn't a concern. But if a boy puts on a dress, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I think just be whoever you want to be, wear whatever you want to wear, whether you want to wear a dress one day, you want to wear shorts, who cares, just do it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I did see some interesting criticism of it, though, because not so much as Harry as a person, but more so the fact that he's the first solo um, male cover star, cover star of Vogue, <laughs> it, US Vogue in all time and they chose like a, a white guy to do it and yeah. that was some interesting um conversation around that but this is just the start yeah exactly that's what i thought like it is a step in the right direction and i'm pretty sure the people who were involved like the photographer was a person of color so i guess there is you know diversity within the shoot and it is a step in the right direction so on that note of being a step in the right direction, I might just put on some puns and uh, <laughs> talk about the latest trend, which I'm a bit obsessed with, which is comfy, chunky, and lightweight dad sandals. <laughs> I'm currently wearing a pair of Teavers at the moment, and I must say my feet have never felt more comfortable, and I'm obsessed with this trend. Um, so I'm referring to this article on Sydney Morning Herald by Melissa Singer, um, just about whether or not this this is summer's hottest shoe and personally I think it is it's so damn comfortable and they're so fun to pair with that loose flowing kind of dress for summer and I'm just obsessed really um I don't know have you guys tried on a pair are you fans I really want a pair like so (laughs) badly and I'm 
after this chat, I'm totally going to go buy some. But I've loved this for so long. And I think things like that have come back in style. Like, you know, I never really got around the chunky shoe style. Neither did I. The like pla- the, the platform. Yeah. Yeah, like the real chunky white sneakers. This, like I the love, dad kind of yeah. sneakers. Oh, like yeah. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. go for those um, purely because they were just so expensive for the good branded ones. But yeah. um, I just think they make my feet look like really big. I also think yes. you have to have the right like clothing style to yeah. accompany that. Don't get me wrong. I love a good smock dress and like some New Balance joggers. I think that was really cool. But <laughs> Yeah. But I just think like, yeah, the way that styles come in and out. Like I remember when Flair's... When you were little, it was like, oh, my God, I'm never wearing them. Yeah, and, then, and now they're all the oh rage. Oh, my God, I love a big I love my flares so much. I feel yes. like that's true, though. Like, fashion is cyclical. Like, mm. we're, we're all replicating the stuff that our parents would have worn in the 90s and stuff definitely, now. Definitely, definitely. Um, and the ugly shoe trend has been gaining momentum for some time. Um, so... Melissa talks about how the dad sneaker, the Crocs, the rubber pool side, they're all sort of coming back. And if the pandemic has taught us anything, aside from the fact that track pants are um, comfortable 24-7, um, <laughs> it's that, it is that comfort and versatility are now no, non-negotiables when it comes to style. So that's the same as these sandals. Like, they're just so damn comfortable. And when I get dressed now, I wear my oversized smock dress, these chunky dad sandals, Woo! and I am loving life. Oh. Also, you can eat for days in those dresses and never yeah. feel bad about it. It's Smart so dresses good. are literally the greatest thing ever invented. Oh. But so are these sandals. I really want a pair. They're so yeah. cute. So Tony Bianco have brought out a couple. Um, <laughs> the original that I saw that sort of led the whole Chunky Dad sandal, this is what I've seen, um, but it was Chanel. Um, oh. Yeah, I saw the Chanel one. Look, I wasn't sold when I first saw the Chanel ones. I wasn't a big fan. Neither, neither oh was I. Oh, my gosh, I was. I was obsessed. I, I saw I all so the cool. European bloggers wearing them, and I was just like, nah, these are just too out there. Then I started seeing more and more and how they were getting paired with clothes, and I was like, damn, I need a pair. So I bought myself a copy of the Tony Bianco. I bought myself the Tony Bianco ones, which are a bit of a copy of the Chanel ones. And they're about $160 Australian, um, which is pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But isn't it funny, like, I mean, we're, like, in a small regional town, but, like, when you go to Melbourne or when you go overseas and all these, like, styles, and you're like, wow, and then, like, what, eight months later, everyone's starting to wear it here, and you're like, yeah, whoa, Yeah, so definitely, definitely. So we are, definitely we are very the, far behind. Yeah, we're very much sheep. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think you should try a pair of them because... I have to get around it. I was kind of like, well, I guess that's kind of like Birkenstocks. Like for like a couple years when people on Tumblr would be wearing their Burks. Everyone's wearing Burks. Yeah. It's mad. Bella says as she wears her Burks right now. I have those exact ones. I'm hoping the Burks and chunky sandal sneak, like, you know, style sticks around for a while because damn, it's comfy. I think people in general are just moving more towards like comfort. Comfort, But don't you think we're starting to dress... Not like kids, but yeah, even my little ne- niece wore these little sandals and a little smock dress the other day. And I was like, I would wear that yeah. outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I would wear it. I'm not going to lie. I'm 26 and I still wear a pinafore dress or overalls any oh. chance I get. Like, I look like a kid. Mate, my mum wears dungarees yeah. for a living. Yeah. So. People, I mean, people always think I'm 16, so. I may as well embrace it. it. And I love that fashion now has become so much more acceptable like, yeah. I feel like you can put a- almost anything on and, you know, people aren't going to question it as much Unless as they you live would. in a regional town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Catch me in Bunbury wearing bloody country road blazers getting the look. Like, where did you steal that from? No, but I do agree. Like, if you're in 
kind of more of a city, it is more acceptable to kind of be as out there as you want. And I feel like trend, not trends, social media platforms, kind of like TikTok and that, yeah. have kind of opened the door to more different fashion styles. There's this one girl actually I see who she, like her kind of thing on TikTok is she was like show herself before, like singing along to a song. And then the next clip, she's like riding down her street on a skateboard and she has like the most intense makeup and That's stuff. Insane. And I'm just oh, like, I, I love, love to see it. Yeah, oh. definitely. Girl power. Yeah, power to the people. Moral of the story is get, get yourself in some dad sandals Woo! ASAP. I'm and purchasing right now. Yeah, <laughs> wear whatever car. you want. But yeah, if you guys are on the dad sandal trend or you're not, let us know. We'd love to love to hear your thoughts. Or send us, us your pics. pics. Oh, yes. yes, tag us in any photos if you have them. Yeah. And yeah, let us know your um, thoughts on Pete Evans, our best friend. We, oh, yeah. we love him. I listened to an episode of the Mamma Mia Out Loud po- podcast a while ago. I think it was a couple months ago. And they spoke about this thing called puffer fishing. And it's basically like, you know how if you like touch a puffer fish or anything, it kind of like puffs up to protect itself or yeah. when it like gets like stressed or something. And they kind of coined that. Oh, I think they got it from someone else, but it's like when you're something makes you really angry and you start talking really fast yeah. and you get really riled up and all red and puffy and you, you puff a fish essentially. And Pete Evans makes me puff a fish. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like that's just like the perfect way to describe it. And I feel like anyone listening to this who feels about Pete Evans, the way I feel about Pete Evans will relate. That would be puffer fishing. <laughs> they will, I hope this episode makes you puff a fish. <laughs> And then you can celebrate by loving Harry Styles as well. And buying some dad's handle. Yes. <laughs> so recommendations, ladies, what have you guys got? Well, mine, I kind of, I didn't really have a recommendation this week, <laughs> so I just kind of made it up. It's a go-to skincare product. It's called the Face Hero Oil. I've been using it for a couple months now, I think. You know Zoe Foster Blake? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, love it's, her. <laughs> it's her skincare line. Um, and it is honestly the most game-changing skincare product I've ever used. I think it is the best thing ever and I could not recommend it more. It's just like an oil that you put on in the morning and then before you go to bed and it's just, it is glorious. It feels so nice and it makes you feel good. And I feel like it actually like brightens your skin and it like helps clear your skin and it just makes you feel good. So I really, I recommend it. Lovely. Get around that. So my recommendation is for all those people out there who have a guilty pleasure of loving the Royals. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> which i do like and i know what they say some, some some of the stuff they stand for is just not on but i just love digging into the history and the goss like and my mum was a huge princess die fan oh, i think so everyone was. was she was just stunning so anyway my recommendation is the crown oh. and those who haven't seen it please watch it but it's it's not history it's got a bit of a creative license so yeah. you get an insight into <laughs> the history but it's honestly amazing and i guess it is cool to see like the little things that you're like oh my gosh is that actually what their lives are like or is that it's not as glamorous as you think or i mean i'm up to the new season i'm not going to spoil anything but it's got princess diana and her marriage with i mean it's history but you know it doesn't go well with charles so yeah, highly recommend the are they 45 minute episodes yeah i watched two and a half with my grandma that is oh a commitment <laughs> no i love it me with dawson's creek still oh my like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so yeah anyway it's really fun to watch like either by yourself but it's actually been like our family thing lately so it's oh cute that's um, adorable mum dad sam and my grandma and i <laughs> No, I have seen every. I think it is because the latest season's out now that yeah, everyone's talking about the yeah. crown, and everyone's been talking about how bang on the casting is. So incredible! Like when I know a lot of, I think maybe Junkie did like a little bit of a comparison where 
it compares like the actors to the real life and you're like, oh my gosh, that is talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even the voice co- coaches do amazing jobs at like getting people to sing. And I think I saw a really funny thing the other day when the voice coaches that like, cause obviously COVID, so they couldn't come and film the Australian yeah. tour in Australia. So they're in Spain and a lot of the actors have these like coached voices to speak <laughs> Australian. You can <laughs> so hear it. And I remember when there was a scene and was, is that what we sound like? Uh. <laughs> But yeah. I love like watching videos where people like especially the TikToks where, like Americans do these Australian, do Australian like, accents, accents and I'm oh like is God. that what everyone thinks we sound like and it, <laughs> honestly it's true we do sound like that yeah. it is terrible <laughs> my recommendation is if you're on a car trip or you're just in need of some good quizzing I would recommend listening to Mamma Mia's podcast Quizish. It's so fun. I just, I can't even tell you how good it is. So basically what you do each episode, they've got um, two guest stars and they quiz, they've got a big quiz that um, these two stars compete at um, and you can play along and compete as well. And it's just funny because like you don't realize how much you don't know, or maybe you do. I'm just really not really that in tune with things. Um, But it's, yeah, it's really good if you're going on a car trip. Obviously when I go from Bunbury to Perth, I froth it. Or if you're just like, wanted to have a listen and compete with your partner or friends or family they've just got different guest stars they had um a brother and sister or two brothers i can't remember their names but yeah it's so funny as well just like the stars competing they get really into it (laughs) there you go that's the perfect combo to take a break with you've got your skincare got your tv show and you've got your listen yep woo well we'll probably wrap up today's episode there guys thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back in your